Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. And I was very sad uh, to read this morning of the death of Barry John. Uh, man, uh, he was such a great, great fly half, great first five eighth, uh, simply known as the King or King John, and one of the greatest uh, rugby union players of all time. He died peacefully today. He was just 79, surrounded by his family. Now, 1971, a golden age for the Welsh national team. Uh, they won the Five Nations Championship. They won, of course, he then joined the Lions Tour here of uh, Aotearoa, New Zealand in 1971. A magnificent tour. And it was also a tour where a young Keith Quinn, MNZM, commentated his first game of rugby for radio. Well, Keith met Barry John uh, a number of times throughout his career. And I'm delighted to have him join us right now. Kia ora, Keith. G'day, Mark. This is wonderful to have you chatting with me about uh, Barry John. I guess you would have met him too. Didn't you go to Wales one time? I did go to Wales. I went with... Uh, with um um, Colin, Meads. Colin Meads Gosh how could I forget that Pine Tree Meads <laughs> Took him to Wales And we had the joy For the Mud and Glory TV series You've got a great memory Queen I remember that Yeah And we went uh, I don't think I saw Colin Meads Without a pint in his hand For the whole time I was there Yes And we met the likes of Well Barry And oh, some fantastic Gareth Edwards All the yep. greats I, I, I was just in heaven As I know you would have been In the same situation yeah. Uh, sadly, uh, Barry uh, uh, was a, a bit like, uh, I compared him with his career to, and genius to that of George Best, yes. uh, in which the adulation of the of the whole sports scene over there in Britain was far too much for him to cope with. He was just an amateur rugby player in his playing career, and it got too much for him. So he actually, that tour of New Zealand in 1971, which was so successful for the British and Irish uh, Lions rugby scene, uh, he retired a year later, yeah. aged only 27. Now, the players these days, with the huge money that they're paid, they go on and play till their mid-30s or even uh, la- later, if you're a yeah. pair like Mananu, uh, and uh, and uh, they um, they get the reward. But uh, uh, Barry, he, he struggled with the fame and the fortune and I'm afraid he appeared in a few headlines after his time was up uh, and uh, not always in his best condition late at night. Yes. Uh, can I put that in? Yes. But he was, uh, I met him a number of times because he had, uh, he wrote columns uh, for newspapers uh, on Saturdays, previewing yes. games on Sundays, and he could write. He was a very good writer mm. and summariser about the game, so he had a second career, but... The fame and fortune really pressed on him, and he couldn't really cope with it. Yeah, 27, such a young age when you had all that talent. Now, can can you put me right here? Um, wasn't he the first to instigate the round-the-corner place kicks that now, of course, everyone does? You know, in the old uh, in the 60s yes. with Fergie McCormick and the Don Clarks, there was a, a, a straight-line style of uh, place kicking, wasn't it? But he came and did this no, no, round-the-corner he- thing. 
Now, he wasn't the first. The first okay. was a guy who you'll also maybe know the name of, a guy called Ken Scotland, oh, yeah. who came to New Zealand with the uh, previous, one of the previous Lions teams in 1959. Ken Scotland, right. uh, from Scotland, believe it or not. <laughs> what a great name to have. Uh, it's like you having the name of Mark New Zealand, uh, and um, <laughs> which would be a great name. And um, uh, But Ken Scotland did it. And uh, then others did it, and it came out of uh, British uh, football, of course, soccer, where they kicked around the corner, and then they decided that for the oval ball, it's not a bad way as well. But certainly, Barry John was one of the very first to do it, but uh, Ken Scotland was the first. I remember going to my first ever rugby test uh, at Lancaster Park, 1971, the test where Ian Kirkpatrick scored that runaway try off the side of the scrum. And, uh, of course, Barry John, well, he was the nemesis, really. He was amazing on the field. We sort of didn't like him because he was too good. But <laughs> He was. Now, There's a, you talk to a, a select band of men slightly ageing now who played for the New Zealand universities on that tour, and they played at Athletic Park on a Wednesday, and Barry John just uh, butchered them, especially one wonderful, wonderful try. And then he played for the Lions against Wellington on a Saturday in Wellington, and the Lions won by some massive score, 47 to 9, I think it was. And Barry was just uh, uh, so elusive in the way he ran and jinked and uh, combined with the players inside and outside, and especially uh, Gareth Edwards. Yeah. Uh, who's uh, knighted now for the, his services to the game and to broadcasting and to being a, a good person in Britain, Sir Gareth Edwards. Uh, and, but Edwards and John from those, that tour were amazing and part of a wonderful time of Welsh uh, rugby, which included uh, uh, J.P.R. Williams, who yes. recently passed away, J.J. Uh, Williams, Phil Bennett, Another guy I worked uh, uh, with in broadcasting, mm. and of course the all-time great uh, Cliff Morgan. Yes. So they had a wonderful um, time in Welsh rugby in those days, and Barry John was a massive part of that. So uh, Barry John was kind of like uh, Dan Carter in a sense. He always seemed to have plenty of time to do yes. what he had to do to to direct the field, direct the play. Yes, um, yes, he was. Um, very similar to uh, to in the way he was so brilliant in his one position. Mm. Uh, uh, although Carter, of course, played a couple of positions in the back line, but Barry John was a, what we call in New Zealand the first five eight, mm. what they call a fly half in Britain, and he made it his his own. Mm. In the in the short time, he only had twenty five tests. Now these guys today play one hundred mm. uh, and twenty five, and but Barry played twenty five. Uh, five plus five for the Lions to make it 30 in all. Then he retired. It was said he retired because of the fame and the fortune. A woman curtsied at him when he passed by in his, in his home village in Wales, and he said that that was when he felt uh, it was getting ridiculous. He'd go for a pint of beer in his local pub, and there'd often be five or six men waiting for him to come in so they could get his autograph yeah. and or get their pictures taken, and then they'd leave. Uh, and it, it, as I said earlier, it pressed down on him from the little uh, part of Britain in South Wales, mm. and in the end, Barry couldn't cope. Uh, and um, he lived well. He, he died when he was seventy-nine, so mm. he got through here. But his 
his uh, he had some difficult times it shows, in his latter life. It shows how good he was, though, doesn't it, Keith? To think that in that short span of time, he is still regarded as uh, one of the greatest. Absolutely, I totally agree with you there, mate. But again, so I, again, I go back to the comparison between. Uh, Barry John and Gareth Edwards, yes. but also Barry John in rugby and George Best in uh, in soccer, in football. The, they were great players in their time, and they were the kings. But again, like George Best, uh, they couldn't really cope with it, and they quit playing, uh, shall we say, uh, a little surprisingly mm. too early. Mm. Well, Keith, lovely to chat with you. Great to hear your voice again, and uh, really appreciate your thoughts. And to you, Mark. Good to talk. Good on you, man. Fantastic. Keith Quinn there and his uh, thoughts on the sad passing of the legendary King John himself, Barry John. And also, of course, alluding to that uh, the death just a month ago now of J.P.R. Williams. Remember him with the mutton chops? Oh, my goodness. He had that haircut. He was a very, very accomplished uh, person as well. I think he was a doctor in Wales. Fantastic. So there you go. Good memories. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.